It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Jerry Willis. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, November 24th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. 13 Israelis from very young to very old are out of Gaza, but Hamas still holds more. The expectation is that they likely have been in tunnels for the last seven weeks. And we've talked to doctors and psychologists and and uh, soldiers who've been in those tunnels just about how desperate and dire the conditions would be for the people inside, not to mention potentially the malnutrition and the dehydration, but also not being out in not seeing sunlight. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. 13 Israeli citizens, some toddlers, others seniors, will be able to celebrate Shabbat inside Israel tonight and tomorrow, having been released by Hamas as part of a Qatari-brokered four-day ceasefire. They've spent seven weeks hostage in Gaza from Hamas's October 7th incursion into southern Israel's farm communities called Kibbutzim. Israel will release imprisoned Palestinian terrorists in exchange. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, however, says this isn't over. I emphasize to you, the families, and to you, the citizens of Israel, we are committed to the return of all our abductees. This is one of the goals of the war, and we are committed to achieving all the goals of the war. Speaking via translator at a press conference in Israel on Friday, and a side deal with both Thailand and the Philippines secured the release of some of their citizens who were working in Israel when kidnapped on October 7th. Not among this first batch of released hostages are the American captives. The deal stipulates more hostage releases over the next three days during this ceasefire, and a list from Hamas suggests U.S. citizens might come out next. President Biden spoke in Nantucket. All these hostages have been through a terrible ordeal, and this is the beginning of a long journey of healing for them. But the fact that Hamas even set some free is a surprise to many Israelis, as Hamas isn't known for keeping its word. This is a historic day. There was a lot of skepticism that a deal would even be able to be brokered with Hamas between the IDF, given all of the tension, all of the animosity, and all of the anger that we have seen here on the ground in Israel. Fox News correspondent Alex Hogan is in Petah Tikva outside Tel Aviv. So now today to see this come to fruition, the first group of hostages officially back on Israeli soil. It is definitely a moment of celebration for the Israeli people, seeing this as a collective win to finally have some of these hostages home. Let's talk about who these hostages are uh, now that we know that they are back uh, within custody of Israel. They're even back in their country. Um, they range in in greatly in age. There are toddlers. There are uh, the elderly. Let, let's talk about who we know has come home. So we knew going into today that the group of hostages, these 13 people, would be women and children, and that's exactly what we saw. Now that we have the official release of their names and their ages, it is worth noting that there are three sets of mothers and children. A main goal 
from the Israeli perspective had been to try to keep the mothers and children who were taken as hostages as one to keep those family units together. And that is what we've seen play out. So there is a 34-year-old woman and her four-year-old and two-year-old children. Uh, this family unit coming home tonight, we've seen the husband. He's been very, very popular in media by going and speaking out to the press as much as he possibly could to raise awareness about his family. He's one of the lucky few who will be back with his wife and back with his daughter, something that I think largely around the world here in Israel, people had a lot of, of concern and, and doubt of whether that would ever be a success story. So to see him be one of the first few to welcome home his family, it's a very heartwarming thing to know. Now, as far as the other hostages, another a woman and her five-year-old, another woman and her nine-year-old. The rest of the hostages being released today are women between the ages of 72 to 85 years old. And we've seen the video of some of these hostages being helped by authorities, uh, elder women who you can just tell in the way that they're walking. This is someone who's not necessarily the most able-bodied. So you have to wonder, seeing these images, is this what these women were like seven weeks ago? Or have they been through incredibly difficult times? We, we've heard the expectation is that they likely have been in tunnels for the last seven weeks. And we've talked to doctors and psychologists and, and uh, soldiers who've been in those tunnels just about how desperate and dire the conditions would be for the people inside, not to mention potentially the malnutrition and the hydration, but also not being out and not seeing sunlight for seven weeks and the emotional turmoil for many of these women. One hostage who was released today, she witnessed her husband being killed before she then was taken and abducted into Gaza. So for her to be sitting with that information for the last seven weeks, mourning your spouse while also being a hostage and now coming home officially free, but knowing that her husband is dead is an incredibly traumatic time that she is having to come home to this tonight. That seems to be a recurring theme here, that some of these hostages that will come home uh, over these next few days uh, will be coming home and, and then have to learn that their families aren't necessarily still alive or that family members aren't still alive. Some of them may not know that their uh, relatives, parents, siblings uh, could be dead. And that's a whole other layer to this that I don't think that's been explored. No, it's it's true. So the children that have been released today have been accompanied by their mothers. But we have heard that Israeli soldiers have been instructed to speak to these children specifically by their name. They've been given lists of who everyone is so that these children feel more comfortable, uh, a little bit more at home as they re-enter Israeli territory. But the soldiers have also been told that if they are accompanying any child whose family has died, whose parents have died, to specifically not tell those children just yet that essentially they are an orphan until they are in a better, safer environment. So we imagine that that would be in a medical facility with a doctor and potentially a psychologist and any other next of kin who could potentially be there. So as much as this is a moment of celebration, there will inevitably be a lot of heartbreak in the days and months to follow. And for the other families tonight of the other hostages who will not be freed, there is still that moment of skepticism, of doubt, of wondering if 
there will be another hostage deal that could eventually free them because even though there are 50 people altogether who will be released through this four-day ceasefire, that's not accounting for the more than 100 other hostages that are there. And if anyone in Israel has a loved one that is a hostage, hostage that is a man, they are fully aware that they will not be seeing their loved one come home in the next few days because we know the only hostages being returned at this point are women and children. We are speaking with Fox News correspondent Alex Hogan. She is outside Tel Aviv as the first batch of Israeli citizens taken hostage by Hamas are released and are headed back to Israel on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. There are other people being exchanged over these, uh, starting today and over the next couple of days anyway. Uh, the uh, There are some foreign nationals who were released today. They are, I believe... Some are, are from Thailand. They had been foreign workers yes. in Israel. They were uh, held hostage. And then there are there is a prisoner release uh, of Palestinian prisoners from, from Israeli prisons. Let's talk first about uh, who these other foreign nationals are who were, who were held hostage. So this is an entirely separate deal, one that I think came as a, a surprise to many, but a, a very welcome surprise on top of the brokered negotiation that we have of these 50 hostages. This was a separate hostage negotiation deal that was brokered by Egypt to allow the release of 10 Thai hostages and one Filipino hostages. We're understanding that these were largely foreign workers. Many um, Thai foreign workers worked in a lot of the fields that we saw in the South. And unfortunately, they were essentially caught up in the middle of this conflict and taken hostage while many of them were simply out doing their job, working in another country, not speaking the language. So when we arrived here in Israel more than a month ago to cover this, all of the hotels in Tel Aviv were filled with Thai foreign workers who were leaving the country, fleeing the country after these horrible, horrible atrocities, these attacks, massacres and kidnappings that we saw on October 7th. So that is the second hostage deal that was brokered today to release those 11 people who then hopefully we will learn more about this in the days to come, but hopefully those individuals will be able to fly back to Thailand and to the Philippines as well to be reunited with their families. Now, the other part of the initial deal, this 50 hostage exchange, is for the exchange of 150 Palestinians. That will also be taking place in waves over the next coming days. We know from Palestinian authorities, they say that more than 30 of them have been released from Israel uh, from the West Bank prison and that they as well will be able to return to their loved ones. And we know that largely most of those people, they're women and children as well, and they have been arrested for throwing rocks and other minor offenses. And we have heard from some of their family members as well that they were looking forward to this ceasefire, that for them, this was a moment to finally be reunited with their loved ones as well. Now, it's worth noting as we talk about the ceasefire, a lot is taking place on the ground to make sure that nothing advances. There should be no military advancements, no more attacks. And that's largely what we've seen since the uh, the ceasefire began earlier this morning at 7 a.m. local time. And one aspect of the ceasefire that there was a lot of curiosity around was would this ceasefire in the Gaza Strip carry over to Israel's northern front? We've just been along the border with Lebanon for the last three weeks where the sound of artillery is constant because of the uptick and the increased escalation of cross-border attacks between Hezbollah and the IDF. And now we're learning for the first time 
In the last half a day, there really has been no attacks, which is a remarkable thing to see this ceasefire really take effect, Evan. And again, that ceasefire is expected to last four days in total. What happens beyond that, we still don't know. It's, I think, uh, noteworthy to uh, to mention here that, that the predominant broker of this has been Qatar, which has been notorious for shielding Hamas, uh, for helping to fund Hamas as a go-between between Hamas and, and Iran, and is has not truly ever been very warm to uh, Israel. This is not the UAE stepping in, uh, or Saudi Arabia for that matter. It's been Qatar. Uh, I think that that's quite noteworthy. Um, is is Qatar, and, and, and again, not talking with what you you wouldn't be able to tell us but uh is there any talk so far about what happens beyond four days because uh israel still there has is, military to, to reach yeah yes so here on the ground there is the very firm stance after four days the military operation will continue israel will continue to press forward in gaza in the north and in the south to dismantle hamas but what we're also hearing from qatar after these four days they already have their ambitions set to start a new hostage negotiation deal that inevitably would would hopefully try to bring more of these hostages home so again as we mentioned tonight that it is a, a moment of celebration for the return of, of 50 of them, the first 13 successfully arriving on Israeli soil. There is still hundreds of families who are waiting, wondering if their loved ones will ever be as lucky. Fox News correspondent Alex Hogan, you are at the Schneider Children's Hospital in Petatikva, just outside Tel Aviv. Should be noted that uh, Petatikva translates to Doorway of Hope, uh, I guess aptly named. Hmm. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you, Evan. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.